what I'm proposing to you is that culturally, we have this value around turning one's self in because it means that we're not hiding our guilt, our wrongdoing. It means that there is integrity. So someone can have integrity even when doing or having done something uh, unvirtuous. Hey, and welcome back. Another episode of the Life Performance Podcast. I'm Alex Martinson, and I want to turn myself in for something. First, I want to talk about what that means to turn yourself in, and then I'll tell you why I'm turning myself in. This phrase has helped me so much in my marriage in my business, as a dad, and as a friend. I cannot even tell you the number of ways that this has helped me, but let me, let me explain this simple concept to you and then invite you to use this and see if this does not measurably improve the situation when you have done something we'll say wrong, something incongruent with what you said you were going to do when you've dropped the ball, broken a promise, okay? The, the phrase is, I want to turn myself in. You could even say, I need to turn myself in on something. And what I'm talking about here is using that phrase instead of leaning into the more familiar and more commonly used, hey, I need to tell you I'm so sorry about something, okay? Rather than leaning right into the I'm so sorry, I want to invite you to consider the let me turn myself in. So let's first just talk through a scenario here. Let's just think about you just heard on the news that there was a bank robbery in your own town, and everybody's talking about it. They're like, can you believe this guy? Yeah, he walked right into the credit union. He had a gun on him. And uh, he brandished this gun about, told everybody to get down on the floor. And he stole a million bucks cash, loaded into his backpack, ran out the door. I mean, can you believe people? The world we live in today, you can't trust anybody. Blah, blah, blah. Think about the sick feeling you'd have. Maybe your wife works at the bank. It's personal, man. This is, this is your hometown. This guy, he's a scoundrel. And then consider that the next day you're catching up on the news and you hear, oh, by the way, the bank robbery that took place yesterday, well, the suspect, he turned himself in today at 3 p.m. at the police station. How do you feel about that guy? Just compare how you feel about him right now to how you felt about him when you first heard the news. If you're like me at all, do you sense that there is some part of you that respects him? All right. He's going to pay for his crime. I believe in justice here, law and order. But what I'm proposing to you is that culturally we have this value 
around turning one's self in because it means that we're not hiding our guilt, our wrongdoing. It means that there is integrity. So someone can have integrity even when doing or having done something uh, unvirtuous, okay? We could have a whole conversation about that and we, and we will, but just consider that what we can admire in this guy is his integrity. He says, I robbed a bank. There's integrity in saying what I did do. Now, the thing I did lacked virtue, but he's honest. He's telling the truth. And we lie all the time. You lie. I lie. If we wanted to be extremely vulnerable and admit to ourselves all of the times where we tell these white lies, these convenient lies, maybe it's mostly lies that we tell to ourselves than lies we outwardly tell people. Maybe we lie by omission rather than by commission. Maybe it's what we don't say rather than what we do say that could qualify as the lies that we tell. Lying and telling the truth, it's a fascinating thing to talk about. But right now, we're talking about turning ourselves in. Like this bank robber, when you turn yourself in for breaking a promise, a commitment, not being aligned with your word, there is some some social capital, could we say? There's some reciprocity. There's some goodwill that is immediately established between you and the person to whom you're turning yourself in. And this is helpful, not just to avoid pain for you. This isn't just about self-preservation. It's also helpful for the person to whom you're turning yourself in. So let me try to give you an example. Like, Let's just consider that your wife or girlfriend asked you to go and fill up her car with gas after you finished your errands, okay? Because you're going somewhere in the morning. And you run all the errands, you're going to sleep that night, and you realize that you did not fill up the car with gas when you agreed to. You said you would. And you're, you're all falling asleep. You're about to go to bed, right? And you have a couple options, okay? Now, let's say that uh, the car's gone, right? She wanted you to fill it up because her brother, your brother-in-law was going to come borrow it. And it was the nice thing to do, the right thing to do to go fill up the car with gas. Well, he already came, grabbed it, but, you know, grabbed the keys, took the car, so the option for you to go fill the car up with gas is it's long gone. And you remember that you did this. If you go and say, hey, I am so sorry. I screwed something up. What I'm claiming is that when we do that, we're actually putting the other person's ego on notice. Okay, their ego, they're, they're the part of them that is hypersensitive to danger or a problem or something is wrong, that side of them comes out and goes, what? Right? Can you ever been, have you ever been in that scenario where you tell someone, oh, I'm so sorry. What? What is it? 
You know, it's the same thing if you were to say like, oh no. And the other person is instantly, you know, for a, for a period of time, like in fear, they're worried. What, what is it? You know, and they might imagine a million things that it could be. And they're, you know, most of them are worse than what it actually is. And then you get to, I didn't fill up the car with gas. Like I told you would. Are you serious? That's so embarrassing. Now he's got the car. It's on empty. Like, I don't, why, we don't want to be that kind of person. Like, well, come on. I told you this, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You in the situation are perhaps more likely to want to put up your shield of defense right there, right? Your own ego wants to now defend. Hey, look, I did all the errands. You asked me to do a million things today. I, it just slipped my mind. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. It's done. Whatever you want me to do, right? Maybe there's a little bit of combativeness there. Now, just compare that in our little, our little scenario here, okay? Compare that with you saying, I've got to turn myself in. And she's like, what? I've got to turn myself in. I did not fill up the car with gas, and I told you that I would. There's no excuse for that. I completely own that. And I'm telling you that I'll do better. I'll do better. And I'm going to Venmo him right now, 50 bucks so that he knows he's, he's doesn't have to feel awkward about going and filling up the tank with gas. I'm sending that Venmo right now and, and I'll do better. If you feel the difference in that, then I would invite you to try this out. Try this out with your business partner. Try this out with your employees your kids even, rather than, hey, I'm so sorry, buddy. I know I told you I would bring this home from work. And it sends them into a familiar pattern of crying, pouting, running to the room. It's a pattern break. It's a pattern interrupt to say, I've got to turn myself in on something. Now, it may, if, it's, if, if it's your little boy or little girl, they, may, they might need to kind of learn what that means. But there's something powerful here. And it comes down to the principle of extreme ownership and accountability, um, but in an empowered way, not in a victim way, not in a uh, groveling way. It's like, I'm so sorry. And we look to them for pity. And when they don't give us pity or don't give us any, uh, any break, right? It can then embolden our ego. And then we feel like we need to stand our ground and justify why they shouldn't be so mad. But there's an element of extreme ownership and and firmness while still being humbled and, and right. We can still be humble and meek about the fact that we missed the mark, but it's in a way that's more empowering. And I think puts both of the egos involved, theirs and yours at rest or is more likely to. So turn yourself in. That is the invitation. Um, see if you don't notice something a little bit different and look, the best part is you and I, we're going to have a lot of opportunities to try this one out because as hard as I try to do the things I say I will do, I often forget. I often miss the mark. And if I am dealing with a person with whom Maybe I don't have a lot of track record with them yet, okay? Maybe you just hired them to do a specific job or whatever the situation is. If I'm still 
trying to determine how much trust or confidence do I have in this person? And they came to me with something and said, Hey, Alex, I got to turn myself in on something. I did not do A, B, and C when I told you that I would. I'm going to make it right. How would you feel about that person? That's the message I have for you today. Thanks for checking this out. If this insight was helpful, I invite you to please share it on social media so we can bring more people in to the Life Performance family. I'll talk to you in the next one. I'm back with one more thing. I want to turn myself in for not telling you why I wanted to turn myself in at the beginning of the episode. So let me turn myself in for oftentimes not playing full out in producing the content that I feel to produce. Let me turn myself in for a lot of times giving into stories and doubt rather than stepping into uh, the unknown and taking the leap of faith to simply swing the bat, as we say, in putting out good, trying to publish things that I think can land on someone's ears and make their life just a little bit better, trying to live into my calling. I'm turning myself in for that, and I'm telling you that I will do better. I'll do better by swinging the bat more often and being less attached to the outcome. There you go. Thanks for listening.